Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. I'm here to provide a bridge between Scotland and America. I'm teaching Scottish people how to speak with an American accent and American people how to speak with a Scottish accent. That's kind of like my job here. We have a brilliant show lined up for you today. Just a brilliant show. I'm so happy with that. But don't forget, you know, if you want to be part of the show, if you want to get a question featured on the show, or there's a particular subject that you want me to get into, I'd be happy to do so. So you just reach out to me. You can contact us at connect at garyjohnbishop.com or at our hotline. We got the Unfuck Nation hotline, 646-450-3203. And you can also leave us a message at the website, unfucknation.com. Com. All right, so I wanted to get into today's episode. This is pretty much, uh, very much a, a, a philosophical thing that we're getting into here, okay? And very much on the ontological side of things, right? So the ontological side of things, if you don't know what that is, if you're like ontology, what the hell is ontology? Go look it up. Go find out about ontology with a T, ontology. But one of the things that I hear a lot from people, right? When I ask them to kind of explain to me who they are or why they are, invariably what I get is some version of, well, I don't know. I'm just myself. And I'll say, well, tell me about this thing or that thing about you. Well, I'm just being me. Which I think merits a little bit of inquiry, right? It merits a little bit of inquiry. Why does it merit a little bit of inquiry, Mr. Scottish man? I'm going to tell you because if you're out to change you, it would be important for you to understand you. You see, you can't change something that you don't understand. You're just kind of fumbling in the dark. And I really assert that's why a lot of personal development goes the way it goes. I think people really are fumbling in the dark. I think they're looking for little bits of information, little tidbits and insights that might help them have a breakthrough in something, but not necessarily a breakthrough in the whole thing. You see, if you were just to examine yourself on any given day, you'll notice that what is repeating are two things. 
the actions that you're taking and the thoughts that you're having. So there's thoughts you're having and there's actions you're taking. You know, it's amazing to me how the number of people that say to me, you know, well, I really want to change my life. And I say shit like, well, change what you do. And they say, well, that's hard, which is a thought you're having, by the way. So that's a persistent thought you're having. It's a predictable thought you're having, yet you say you still want to change. So what does it come down to? This is something I've been banging on about for a long time. I said it in my first book. I've said versions of it in other books. That you are not your thoughts. You are what you do. Why are you not your thoughts? You're not your thoughts because if you were your thoughts, you'd have different ones than the self-defeating ones that you have or the cynical ones that you have or the resigned or jaded ones that you have. You would have different thoughts, right? You'd be puppies and fucking butterflies up there, okay? And you're not. You're not. It's like Monday morning. You're like, fuck this shit. You're looking at that gym membership and indulging yourself in a bit of self-loathing. All right, you're afraid to go jump into some career or business move or ask a person out or deal with a current situation that you've been putting off. Your internal dialogue about that pushes you back into the hole, if you like. And one of the things that I've discovered is, and it dispels a lot of stuff, and sometimes I get personal development people, I'm saying that in quotes, I mean, people who are putting themselves out, selves out there as coaches and leaders and influencers. And sometimes they'll come on to my face, my Instagram page. If you've not followed me on Instagram, what the fuck are you doing? Or even the Facebook page, but usually it's on Instagram. They'll come in and they'll say stuff like, oh, well, I disagree with that, right? They'll disagree with something I'm saying. And where they're coming from, ultimately where they're coming from is some realm, some world that they have been influenced by that says, if you change your thoughts, you change your life. There was somebody actually left this. I can't remember. It was one of my followers on, on Instagram said, well, you can't think your way into new acting, but you can act your way into new thinking, right? So you can't think your way into new acting, but you can act your way into new thinking. And so if you're day-to-day is a routine. If your day to day is doing the same fucking things over and over, if you exist by virtue of the same thoughts and the same actions, and that every day you are perpetuating that, that is, you are continuing that process of thoughts and actions, and then you wake up the next day frustrated by the same life, and then you go into that life and perpetuate it with the same thoughts and the same actions then is it little wonder that we find ourselves very much stuck. And we're stuck because we don't know where to get our attention on. And so if you're somebody who's kind of, and I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast, there are many of you who are fucking pissed off your life. Like this is not, I mean, you know, I, I am to live in the sunshine state, right? The crazy world of uh, alternate reality of Florida. But I know many of you, are snowbound right now. I know many of you are looking at the gray fucking skies above you and saying, where's my life going? And that that weather only, only really amplifies the kind of weight that you're dealing with. But I want you to know, like, all the fucking positive thinking in the world will not save you. 
In fact, what it'll mostly do, and this is, and you'll know this if you drink coffee. It just makes you feel better about the shit you're in. You just feel better about it. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, people have got it worse than me. And there's nothing wrong with that thought pattern, by the way. Unless it continues a life that somewhere in there you know is not for you. Like, this is not the life for me. Well, how do I change my life then, Mr. fucking Scottish man? I mean, I talk about this such a lot, but it's, it's like one of these things, you know, somebody said to me, and this is a great example for those of you that have children, they say, how many times do you have to tell your kid not to do something? And I'll say, well, as many times as it takes, but it's rarely ever one time. Why is that? Their brain's not wired that way. Their brain's wired to engage with what's in front of their face, not keep track. Unlike you, you're the other way. Your brain's not wired to keep track and not actually deal with whatever might be right in front of your face. So what you're actually out to do is to break up a pattern. You're out to break up a pattern of thoughts and behaviors because your life is now a reflection of those thoughts and behaviors. When I say you're not what you think, you are what you do. Yeah, that's right. You are what you do. People say, you know, you are what you repeatedly do, but you repeatedly do everything. You repeatedly get out of bed. You repeatedly drive your car to work. You repeatedly eat at lunchtime. You repeatedly over and over and over. So then obviously the answer here is you can't keep doing what you're currently doing while engaging with the idea in your mind that this needs to change. You cannot keep doing what you're currently doing while being frustrated, resentful, angry, sad about the current status of your life. That's a dichotomy. You're split between two worlds. And that is often how we do things in life. We're often like in our mind's eye one of these days, but in our actions, same old, same old. Now, that does not mean, and it might, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to jump up, book your fucking bus ticket to LA and your flight to fucking Hawaii because that's the life you're after. And it might, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. Sometimes it's simple things. Sometimes it's instead of doing this, I'm going to do that. Instead of doing that, I'm going to do this. You see, I feel as if one of the most powerful ways to change your life is through a process of making alterations in your day-to-day. -day. Let me give you an example, okay? So if you typically are somebody who you want to do something about the way your body looks, okay? And by the way, the general consensus is that means lose weight. That's not always the case. There are many people who want to actually put weight on. So whatever, wherever you are in that spectrum, if you want to change your body shape, okay? And I'll use the example of eating because for some people changing their body shape isn't exactly eating. It's exercising of one kind or another. But let's go with eating, right? So if you want to change your body shape and you want to make it smaller, 
then instead of what you do every day, if you have every day you're going to the McDonald's drive-through or you're having your breakfast at 7-Eleven or whatever your thing is, Starbucks, whatever your fucking deal is, don't do that today. Now, I know that might seem, well, fucking hell, there's a message from the heavens, right? But that's actually how you change your life. You change your life by interrupting that hypnotic trance that you're in when it comes to doing what you do. I mean, the German philosopher Heidegger, every time I quote these brilliant philosophers, by the way, I'm usually bastardizing what they said, but I'm, I'm giving you the essence of what they said. And he was of the view, you know, that we were in many ways intellectually lazy, right? We'll just kind of do whatever the easiest path presents us with. Like, we don't actually want to be an interruption. And unfortunately, you know, that really is what it takes. It's, it's like a mini revolution. Like, you can't do the same shit and expect different shit. So you need to do different shit to get different shit. So if that means you're, oh, I'm not going to stop at Starbucks this morning because that 600-calorie coffee that I have is probably not working in my favor. And when I add in that occasional breakfast sandwich and the slab of lemon ice cake, then, yeah, I mean, 13 or 1,500 calories for breakfast is probably not going to get me where I'm looking to go. And I really want you to get, like, that's really how we freaking do things. It's like we're, we're caught in this trap of the same behaviors while somewhere mentally we're yearning for something different. And I know many of you are sitting there going, but Gary, that's not easy. I know it's not easy. I know. I get that. But real change in your life isn't easy. If you want to get yourself out of a career and into something new, it's not going to be easy. So fucking what? But Gary, this thing with my body and da, 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 I know. I get that too. I completely understand. So what? But Gary, you don't know me. I've had a past of da, 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 da. I know. I get that. And you need to come from the same place. You need to come from a place of so what? You need to come from a place of so what? To reduce the significance that you've been adding to that thing. Because that's what human beings do. They add significance. Like that you've been going to Starbucks at the same time every day for the last three and a half years. You make that a big deal. I want you to get, it's not a big deal. How many times in your life have you looked back, looked at things you were struggling with and said to yourself, you know, that wasn't such a big deal. But when you're in it, it seems like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I want you to get perspective. How do I get perspective? I get perspective by asking myself, so what? So what? Oh, I've got this thing and that thing and the kids and the, 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 the so what? That's not to be hard on yourself. That's not to diminish or somehow ignore how you feel about certain things. Your feelings, my feelings, all our feelings are important. Our emotions are very important. You'd be foolish to ignore all that stuff. You're not a fucking robot. But at the same time, they don't need any extra weight or significance from you. So it begins with peppering with throwing new actions into your life, little ones here, there, this, that, the kinds of actions 
that line up with your future. I mean, I say that frequently to people and I'm going to keep fucking saying it. The future that you say you want, you can't have that if you're not acting upon that today. Not Thursday when you're going to start, right? Going to, oh, I swear to God, Thursday, I'm cutting up that credit card. Oh, I swear to God, Thursday, I'm going to the gym. Oh, I swear to God, Thursday, I'm going to go on the internet and start looking for a new job. Swear to God, Thursday, I'm going to start putting that money away. Bullshit. Your actions have got to change today. But your actions don't need to change dramatically today. They can change in little ways as you line yourself up with this new and empowering future that you're after. And as always, this is never about reaching for the future to solve the misery of today, but rather drawing the future towards myself, bringing the future into today such that today is different. Today's not the same because the future that I say I'm after, I'm actually acting upon it today. I'm reinventing myself right now. You know, it's amazing to me the number of people who believe that somehow you're just going to wake up into this fucking state of bliss and you'll be so empowered to go and do the shit you've always done before. It just doesn't work that way, folks. It does not. It's a series of actions and the fulfillment of a future that hasn't happened yet. It's a series of actions and the fulfillment of a future that hasn't happened yet. You know, right now I'm working on this relationship book and I type into the laptop. Those are the actions that I'm taking that are fulfilling on a future. What future? The future called a new relationship book. That's what that's about. All right, we're going to go on a little break. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to be dealing with an item from my war on words but also we're going to be taking a question from the Unfuck Nation. As usual, if you want to be part of the nation and part of what we're creating here on this show, 646-450-3203, call in, let me know what you want me to talk about, or send me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, or visit us at the website, unfucknation.com. All right, I'll see you in a minute. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for your patience. In the second part of the show, 
I'm going to deal with a war on words. But I'm also going to be dealing with, of course, a question from the nation. Shameless plug, right? Unfucknation.com, where you can get all your best Unfuck Nation gear, t-shirts, sweatshirts. And I would like to see pictures on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter of you sporting your brilliant Unfuck Nation gear. So jump in there. I want to take on this first war on words, which was a suggestion, right? I'm not even quite sure yet whether it's a war on words. I mean, it might be, right? But this is from a member of the nation who had asked me this very poignant little thing that she says to herself frequently. And what she says to herself is, what's the point? What's the point? And she wants to know how to interrupt that whole idea of what's the point. So I'm going to tell you how to do it. But I'm, first of all, I'm going to explain why we say to ourselves, what's the point? Ultimately, it all points to your resignation, believe it or not, that you're fundamentally resigned about the item or items that you're referring to. And we very quickly get caught up in that resignation. You see, in the absence of a future that inspires you, you'll often be left with, what's the point? I'm not going to ask you to stop saying that to yourself. I'm actually going to ask you to interact with it in a different way. That in fact, anytime you find yourself saying, what's the point? That is an indicator that you should press in, that you should step into what's next and use it as impetus. Like it's one of those places where you're recognizing that you're taking your life in a very predictable direction. And as I like to say, this is your shot to interrupt the drift. Okay, okay, so now we're going to get to question of the week. And I've been getting some fucking brilliant questions, by the way. And I mean brilliant questions to connect at GaryJohnBishop.com. But this one jumped out at me. This question is from Jason Horn. And Jason says, hi, Gary, my question is to do with doing emotional work. It's my understanding that if one has some hurt in their life, that there is some value in releasing the emotions around that hurt, whether through screaming, yelling, crying, just getting it out. I'm wondering if you could talk about how to do that. I know that I'm afraid to go there and would love some tools to help achieve that. So he talks about letting go of hurt from perhaps a spouse cheating or maybe some stuff from your childhood where you got a really bad grade on a test and it stuck with you or any other kind of emotional childhood stuff that we hang on to, or we seem to hang on to. I'm actually okay with people letting all of that out. And I know there's lots of, of stuff out there, screaming therapy, crying therapy, all that kind of stuff. But I'm a great believer in writing. So I'm a great believer in writing down what you're holding on to. One of the phrases that I tend to speak of quite frequently is the only stuff you can't get over is the stuff you're holding on to. I say that, but really we have no real sense of holding on to pain or anxiety or worry. The stuff that we can't get over is the stuff we keep revisiting in our mind. I love, and I've used this methodology many, many times, is to write out on a piece of paper what it is you feel as if you can't get over, why it is you feel as if you can't get over it, 
and really get into the details. Like to really fucking write that thing out and write it out and write it and really say everything that there could be for you to say about that item. Then he take that piece of paper, set it aside and write it out again. And he continue writing it out until you get to the point where you just don't want to write it anymore. Like there's just, you've said everything that is to say. You might write that thing out 30 times, 40 times, 50 times, but I'm telling you, that is a very therapeutic way of dealing with old resentments, hurt, traumas, whatever your thing might be. It's very effective. If you want to double down on the effectiveness, if you want to make it like fucking super effective, write it out and then say it into the mirror. And then write it out again, say it into the mirror, and do that as many times you can. People often refer to that, by the way, as mirror work, right? When you actually look at yourself in the mirror. And then you look yourself in the eye, and then you look down the piece of paper, and you say whatever it is you got to say. And you keep doing that over and over and over. I would also do that when no one's looking, of course, because you'll look like a complete fucking loon ball. But... It is a brilliant, and I mean like fucking brilliant way of letting old shit go. So, Jay, give that a go, man. Get yourself up in front of the mirror. Many of you, I know for sure, run, cycle, hike, do yoga, all kinds of stuff. That's all great. You can use those items for releasing old resentments. If you use the time that you're doing it with the resentment in mind, like I'm going to get this out. And so that's often a good practice. A bad practice for old resentments, hurts, traumas, pains, all that stuff is to say or do nothing. That is not a methodology that works in general for human beings. We are communicative. This shit has got to get out. And if you don't get it deliberately, it'll come out in ways you had, hadn't quite thought of, right? It'll manifest itself in other ways. All right, you guys, look, thank you so much for being a member of the nation, as usual. If you want to participate in an episode, drop me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Leave me a message at the website, unfucknation.com. Or call me, 646-450-3203. The hotlines are always buzzing. I'm always getting messages and DMs and all kinds of cool stuff. Please keep them coming because every time you submit a question, it provides something for the rest of the nation. And it's important that the nation connects with one another, which is why you should have your Unfuck Nation t-shirt, because one of these days, you're going to be wearing that shirt. You're going to be walking through the airport, when we're allowed to fly again safely, of course, and you're going to be like, hey, you're a member of the nation. I'm a member of the nation. We're nationals. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. Hey, maybe you could come up with that, you guys. What do you call someone who's a member of the nation? I'd love to hear your insights. What are we going to call each other, right? other than fuckers or unfuckers. All right, you guys, thanks. Have a great one. I'll see you next week. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 